Welcome to the Place to Be Free podcast. I'm your host, Martha Blessing. I'm an energy intuitive, healer, spiritual channel, and a healing mentor and guide. I'm driven by the purpose of illuminating the potential in others to live their personal power, well-being, and sovereignty by connecting them to the truth within themselves. To explore my work or connect with me, you can visit MarthaBlessing.com. If you feel called to support the podcast, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. I so appreciate your presence here, and I'm honored to serve as a guide or companion on your path. Now, on to the episode. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm super excited to share with you today one of the most profound tools that I have used in my life and on my healing journey, both really in all area, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual healing. It's that powerful and all-encompassing. One of my teachers has said to me when he taught me a process many, many years ago, he, he said, this is so enigmatic. It's so simple that you will be tempted to dismiss it. And this holds true for what I'm about to talk about on the podcast today. And that is how you reprogram a new neural pathway that will shift the energy in your being, in your physical being, in your field, in your connection for manifesting and aligning with what it is you desire, it all comes down to these practices. And it's about self-love. Now, before you move on to something else or go, oh yeah, I've heard all of this self-love stuff before, um, so have I, let me tell you. But this is a little bit different in because it is different and it goes deep into the core of your cells and your energy and your subconscious mind, and into the field of intelligent substance, it works. And it works simply, and it works easily. You do have to be consistent. You know that I always say, we become what we practice. And so you will have to practice. I would say consistency probably at least one month before you start to see a difference. So I'm going to spell out and lay out these practices for you and how to do them, and why they work. What happens in our mind? What happens in our body when we create, like a lot of us, right? We're in a state of perfectionism. We are operating from our old wounds. When we're in that state of perfectionism, we're seeking love, we're seeking uh, self-acceptance, we're seeking approval, and we're carrying this wound and this story from our childhood, from our relationships. I mean, it just, there's so many places we pick up and carry these stories from. But if we boil it down to its core, what we get is that we are out of alignment with our true self. We are out of alignment with the truth of who we are and what we came here to be and do and have. So the healing and the alignment happens when we stop focusing on the problem and actually 
align with the frequency of the solution. And that's what this is about. And that's why it works quickly and it works easily. When you focus on one thought till it is more in your mind than not, you will have created a new pathway. Now, the negative of that is, is most of us are running around. We're not actually thinking. We, we think we're thinking, but we're not actually thinking. What we're doing is we're remembering and we're remembering things most of the time that are not positive, favorable memories. We're thinking about things that have gone wrong. We're remembering things that have gone wrong. And we've created a neural pathway for it. And so we keep repeating it over and over and it is getting locked into our state of being. And a lot of times, like how many times do we think about, oh, I should have said this or I should have done that. Like we're beating ourselves up all the time. That causes anxiety. It causes illness and pain in the body. It causes irritable bowel and digestive issues because that solar plexus is our center of self-esteem and self-worth. And this is the path out. This is the psychoenergetic path out of illness. One of them. The other is actually having someone remove the energetic cause at the point of agreement where you made it in your energetic field. But that's a topic for another podcast, or you can check it out on my website. Here's what you're going to focus on. There's, there's four different practices. I suggest you do all of them and that you make it a consistent practice. It does not take a lot of time, quite simple, but you need to stay focused and you need to do it. It's concentrated focus. Putting your attention on loving yourself so much that you don't have to try anymore to do that. I know it sounds too simple, right? But loving yourself so much that you don't have to try to do that anymore changes the frequency in you and restores yourselves and every part of your being back to your divine state. While you may be thinking, oh, how am I going to do that? And, you know, the mind will just start going, right? Of all the reasons why you can't, you can't, you can't. But I promise you, if you do this, do these practices, it works. It's very similar to, uh, if you've read my book, you know about the love meditation. This is the energy of the love meditation and how I reverse 10 years of daily chronic pain and fibromyalgia was through that love meditation. I will leave a link for you for the love meditation in the show notes. Uh, but I also want to encourage you to do this. So why are these practices I'm going to teach you important? Why do we say I love myself versus I like myself or I accept myself? On a primal level, your mind knows and your subconscious has the ability to accept the idea of I love myself. The mind knows it and it can slip past by saying this, I love myself, the energy and the statement can slip past the conscious mind to the subconscious because the subconscious recognizes it on a deep primal level. Now, somebody might ask, well, what if I don't believe it at first? That doesn't matter. Your 
goal and your role in these practices that I'm going to lay out for you is to lay down the pathways, is to lay down the new neural pathways and reinforce the connections between the neurons that are already, they already have a strong wiring for love. And your body knows it as well. Your body knows the frequency of love because that's what you came in as. Your body is able to accept the frequency and this gentle love, it it accepts it. And that's where the healing takes place. So your job is to repeat these practices. I love myself truly and deeply and to feel it as you say it again and again and again, and to make it your single-minded focus And what begins to happen is that your mind and your body will begin to respond automatically. This is how you reverse illness. It's how you get rid of pain. It's also how you manifest because when you are that frequency, you are aligned with intelligent substance, with God's source, whatever you want to call it. Your body and your mind and the universe, they they respond automatically and they don't have a choice because it knows the frequency. What happens is the universe starts to love you back. And quite honestly, because we are one mind, intelligent substance in that field, as that field within us, it doesn't have a choice either. Intelligent substance doesn't have a choice. It responds because we are being that same thing in the one mind. So I know this to be true. I've used it. I've seen my clients use it and it works. Life becomes magical. You will start to use the word magical to describe your life. So I do want to mention a lot of these teachings and this process came from a book called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. And I've been using it for quite some time now. So I will leave a link to that in the show notes as well. So here's the four processes. The first one is a mental loop. The second one is a meditation. The third one is a mirroring process, a mirror process. And the fourth one is one question. They're each designed to go with and work with how the mind functions. Just remain open to the possibilities. Because why would you want to limit yourself? If you truly love yourself, why would you want to limit yourself to what you thought previously was possible. The mind will have no choice but to adapt. What this is based on is the darkness that we experience, the pain, the sadness, the grief, the fear, the worry. There is no such thing as darkness. There's only an absence of light. So what we are doing is we are actually shining light into our body, into our minds, into our subconscious minds, into our being, into our field. It's not that we have to focus on, I've said this in other podcasts, I'll have to look to see which one it is, but you know, focusing on the problem just gives you more of the problem. We're focusing on the solution. And so you don't have to 
extract out this is where so much of mainstream like the therapy doesn't work because it keeps people focusing on the problem you don't have to extract the trauma and the problems when you think about it i know i don't want to diminish anyone's experience with trauma that's not what i'm saying here however the end result of trauma is that we end up not loving ourselves we create a memory and a story around the trauma that is going against ourselves and the frequency never changes we never excavate it so in this concept we are not excavating out the old negative energies and thoughts we are putting a new light into the darkness we are turning on the switch how you remove the fear is you don't fight the worry and the fear which is what most people are doing you don't push away depression and sadness and pain. It doesn't work. If it did, people would be better. It's where the, all the addictions come from, right? We're trying to not feel and push away the pain. Instead, imagine you're in a dark room and it's bright outside. Your job is to go to that window in that room, pull out a rag and, or put out a paper towel and a rag and start cleaning. And that's what this process does. You just clean and clean and clean with this process. And pretty soon there's enough light entering naturally that it takes away the darkness. That simple gesture takes away the darkness, the fear, the worry, the pain, and you begin to let the light flow in. Now, we recognize light. In all of our lives, we recognize light. Here is the first practice, the mental loop. How I practice it is throughout the day, but especially when I'm waking up in the morning, when I'm going to sleep at night, uh, whenever I find myself in some kind of a negative memory pattern or loop that I don't want to continue in, I use this and I come back to it because it's very simple. You can do it anywhere. You can do it where you're driving. You can do it in the shower. You can do it silently. You can do it out loud. Like it's anytime, anywhere. So the mental loop is I love myself. Just putting your attention on that. I love myself over and over and over again. You can whisper it. You can say it silently. Like I said, you can say it out loud. You can say it in the shower, like all the times that you have, if you're in the kitchen, making things to eat. I love myself. I love myself. We have the opportunity to create this thought and to think this thought, which is so much more powerful than just living in these memories of pain and anxiety and fear and things we don't want all day long. We're typically running in a loop in our head. And this is what's causing so much imbalance, so much stress, so much illness, so much pain. This stops all of it. Now, how it works and why it works is a pathway is being laid down. The more you use it, the more that you do it. You know that this works because you've already replayed loops for yourself, negative loops over and over and over again. And they trigger feelings. They don't trigger good feelings if it's a negative thought. And so this, I love myself, I love myself. It's like a groove in a rock created by water. And that water keeps pouring over and over and over and over. These are your thoughts. 
the negative repetitive thoughts are the ones that create illness in the body. How you shift the frequency is repeating this thought instead of all the other loops. And eventually it gets easier and easier. But then you also want to bring in the feel, like just smile when you say it. Smile with the feeling of, I love myself. Hmm, how do I feel when I, oh, I love myself. When you think them enough, you've got a river. When you think them with enough time and intensity, you've got a river. You've done it with the negative. You can now shift it with the, I love myself. Look at the things that you have in your life that you don't want. You didn't just like anyone who studies and learns and is trying to get into law of attraction and manifesting. If you do something, repeat something once it has no power, right? The rules, the, the information says repeat it over and over again. And that's what we do with emotional intensity and feeling it, but we're doing it for things that we don't want. And then that thought and that feeling and that emotional intensity controls us. It controls us. It diminishes our life force, our chi, our energy, and it creates illness. Because one thought doesn't create a pathway, repeated thoughts with intensity create a new pathway, a new groove, and a new river. And this is what you are doing in your mind. The emotional intensity that you add to it when you smile and say, I love myself, is what will create change faster than anything. Feel the thought, run it and feel it, run it and feel it, run it and feel it. It doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. Just run it and feel it, run it and feel it. It shifts everything. Focus on this. I love myself. I love myself. Make it your truth. Create a new, deeper truth, deeper than the ones that you've laid out down over the years previously. The patterns that you have now, the ones that you have, the thoughts, the memories that you have, the remembering that creates the disempowering feelings, they took time for you to create. They took time, right? Some of them we've had since childhood, and we've been repeating them over and over and over again. So be consistent and repeat this and do it throughout your day. It does require a focus and a commitment. It must be a practice. And consider it a new training that will become so deep and so powerful and automatic that your life will shift and you will be able to align and go from misery to magic, misery to magic. It will be your North Star and it will guide you because your body and your frequency will change and your mind will change. Your subconscious mind will be completely reprogrammed. So that is the first practice, the mental loop. The second one is a meditation. Now, when I say meditation, I don't, you know, I don't really like to use that word, but it helps you understand. It's, it's just a practice. Don't be frightened and scared to believe that, oh, I can't quiet my mind, so I can't do this. That's not what this is. And if you only have a little bit of time and you had to choose, I mean, the first one that I just told you, the mental loop, you can do that throughout the day. You can do it in the morning, in the evening. It's a great way to reprogram your subconscious mind in the wee hours when you're going to bed and when you like reprogram your subconscious mind as you're waking up and when you're going to sleep. Very effective times. 
that's a given. You should do that one. And then this is the second thing. Absolutely want you to, to practice. And so I do this practice for about 12 minutes because I use the music from my love meditation. And that's how long the track is that I've been playing. Pick a piece of music that you like, something that is soothing and calm. Use the same piece of music over and over and over again. Find one that's seven minutes that you like, 10 minutes that you like, however long. Sit with your back against the wall or the window and put your headphones on or whatever and listen to the music. Just sit and breathe. Starting out, like just let yourself relax and sit and breathe and center yourself. And then imagine galaxies and stars in the universe above and imagine all of life, all of the light and the life of space flowing into your head and down into your body, going wherever it needs to go, just light and love and peace, the, the galaxies and the stars, right? Like they're so dependable. The North Star is in the same place every single night. There's order and there is magic in the idea of the galaxies and the stars. So imagine however that is for you, that light flowing into your head and down into your body and going wherever it needs to go and just breathe slowly and naturally. And as you inhale, just be thinking, I love myself. As you take a breath in, I love myself. And as you exhale, let out whatever the response is that your mind and your body wants to let out. It doesn't matter what it is. And it doesn't matter if there's more than one. You're not trying to quiet your mind or make anything happen. You're just breathing in, inhale. I love myself. And then exhale. And whatever the response is, it's fine. Exhale and let out whatever wants to come out. And the mind will wander. That's its nature. And before you know it, your seven minutes will be up. And all you've done for this whole time is just imagine life flowing into your head from the galaxies and the stars and the concept of light itself. Light is a positive association. We all have a positive association with light, believe it or not, because as human beings, we're connected to the sunrises and the sunsets and a bright moon. They're so powerful. And so we're connected to that idea of the light and the galaxies and the stars. And when we focus on light, because our body is attuned to that, it's who we are, healing happens. And positive things in the subconscious mind happen. The subconscious mind takes it in and it allows the body to come into balance. It's not a hard practice. It's not anti-religion, anti, I mean, the angels, Jesus, right? Like had light all around him. It's always depicted with light. So, you know, kind of get over if it feels like, oh, woo woo, get over it. <laughs> um, quite honestly, because it's so, so powerful and don't let that stop you from your healing and from loving yourself, quite honestly.
do it for as long as the music is playing. And when you're done, you're done. It is an intense practice in the fact that you need to stick with it and you need to do it consistently. I do it every morning, first thing in the morning. And just continue imagining as the light pours in, I love myself. And let your subconscious and your body and your soul do the rest. It creates so much peace and so much love in your body. Now be slow and gentle with yourself with this practice. Don't make it hard. Don't go into it trying to think you have to quiet your mind. Just keep recentering and focusing on it. The other piece that's important is smile as you're doing this. Do it from the inside out. Smile from the inside out. This is your time. It's purely yours. Playing the same music will act as an anchor and it will pull you easily into a meditative state. Do it consistently and you will notice the magic that occurs. The third practice is the mirror. And honestly, this one seems a little strange at first, but it's very, very powerful. Step one is to set a timer for five minutes and to stand in front of your mirror and relax and breathe. Look into your eyes, breathe slowly and naturally. And it helps sometimes if you just look into one eye instead of both eyes. And if you choose to do that, look into your left eye, I suggest first. And develop a rhythm, looking into your eyes, say, I love myself. I love myself, looking at yourself in the mirror. And again, it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. At that moment, it doesn't matter. It's not important. You're saying it to yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror and at yourself in the eyes. And ultimately, you are speaking the truth to yourself and loving yourself. And repeat, I love myself with a smile from the inside out again. Why this is so powerful, looking into your own eyes, there is no escaping the truth. And ultimately, the truth that we are all grasping and moving towards is to love ourselves. When the five minutes is up, you've just committed to speaking the truth to yourself about yourself in a deep, visceral way, in a way that the mind cannot escape. Your whole being will shift quickly when you do this practice. Just stand calmly. Don't make it a big deal. Just keep doing it. Five minutes. And the last practice is the one question. So I've always said, you know, it's really easy to be a monk in a monastery because they're all monks and they're all trying to just get along. It's when you go out in the world that it's difficult when you're in everybody else's shit. So this practice is for taking it all out into the world and being in a place of loving yourself and using this to make choices from that place in your life. It's a very, very freeing practice. When we're in the land of the living, interacting with people who have their own issues and their own mental loops, it can be really, really challenging. And so this is the question that you want to ask yourself throughout the day is, if I love myself truly and deeply, would I let myself experience this? Whatever it is. If I love myself truly and deeply, would I allow myself to experience this? I've applied this in 
quite honestly, mostly in relationships, in all kinds of friendships and relationships. I applied it with my mother and all of our turmoils. I've applied it in romantic relationships. Now to use this question and have it benefit yourself, you ask yourself, if I love myself truly and deeply, would I let myself experience this? And what I have found, actually sometimes my answer is yes, because I want to evolve and grow. And I'm recognizing that I'm being in relationship with people, with other people, and that they're reflecting and mirroring things back to me that I want to heal, that I want to look at, that I want to resolve. And then other times, say with someone who is toxic or a narcissist or whatever, would I choose to experience this and have this in my life? And the answer is no, if I truly love myself. And it makes it so easy for us to create a boundary and to walk away so that we do experience self-love and putting ourselves first in a way that's healthy and healing. It is a deceptively simple question to shift you from wherever you are, whether it's anger, pain, or fear, to where you want to be. Do I want to be here? Do I want to be experiencing this if I love myself? It can help you with addictions, with food, any other substances. Would you do this to yourself if you loved yourself? Would you binge eat? Would you drink too much? Whatever it is, whatever form of darkness you're experiencing, this will remove you from where you are into a place of bringing yourself into the light again. We are not our thoughts. And this practice short circuits our thinking and pulls us out of the loop of our thoughts. When we're feeling the pain, the fear, or the worry, would I choose to experience this? The mind left to itself repeats the same stories and loops over and over and over again. And it's mostly ones that don't serve us. What's practical and transformative is to consciously choose a thought and practice it over and over again with the emotion and the feeling and acceptance of what it is you do want so that you lay down a new pathway until the mind starts playing it automatically. And when you do this with enough intensity over time, the mind will have no choice but to agree with it because that's how it operates. Think about it. Where do you think the original loop came from? So when I've used this in my life, it's been for relationships, but it also was for my work and my business, my abundance, my financial situation. If I truly love myself, would I allow myself to experience lack in any form? Ask yourself that. Lack of resources, lack of friends, lack of money, lack of health. No, you would not. So that's how you pull yourself out of a loop of fear pain and illness. The goal here is if you have one practice, practice a thought that you choose to become a primary loop until it becomes a filter to which you view life. I love myself. And then practice it some more and some more and some more. The nature of mind is thought. Choose one that transforms you and recognize that 
memory is not set in stone. The thoughts that you have probably had a tendency to repeat is coming from a memory. You're repeating memories of relationships, of wounds, of past hurts, of families, of arguments, of bosses, of all that stuff, right? Failure, lack. Those are memories that you're repeating. You're setting it in stone by repeating it. But the filter that we put with the memory, the feeling, is what gives it the power to create. If a painful memory arises, don't try to push it away because you're in quicksand. And instead, go to the love. I love myself. I love myself. If I truly deeply love myself, would I choose to experience this? And if the answer is no, then then you know you need to remove yourself from it and allow yourself to feel and smile from the inside out. And if you have to fake it in the beginning, that's fine. It will become real eventually. Your subconscious and your mind will have no choice because that is how you have created so far. This is the law of cause and effect. Feel the love for yourself as a memory and allow it to ebb and flow and let it become so strong that nothing can take your power away. It will shift the wiring of the old memories. And so we come into this and essentially we're doing love, rewire, love, rewire, love, rewire. It's your mind and you can do whatever you want with it. You can create whatever you want with it. This is your free will. This is your sovereignty. When we say that we are given free will from God, source, whatever you call that higher power, This is what it is, is to use the mind effectively in your favor. It works. Try it out. Thank you for being here. And I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Place to Be Free podcast. And if you liked what you heard and you want to know more, go to MarthaBlessing.com forward slash free stuff. 